Hi, I'm Suresh, and I like to travel. Do you like to sit around for a while? Found yourself a little pet crocodile. Do you like to just live in the moment? Do you like the stars and moon in the comments? What do you like, do you like? 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 Welcome to What Do You Like? The podcast where you get to know a person through their passions and hobbies. Today on the podcast, we have a very special guest. Like every week, every week we have a very special guest, but this special guest is very unique. And that is someone I've known for quite a long time. Uh, but the, the biggest thing about this person is he is related to the greatest man that's ever lived. Uh, and one day we'll have that man on the podcast. <laughs> but this guest, our guest today, is very close to that person. It's someone that I, I've, I've gotten to know uh, more, more recently um, and actually was able to spend, uh, just before the pandemic... In November, I was able to go to this man's wedding in Florida, uh, which was probably one of the most fun weddings I've ever been to. Today we're talking, and, th- and I think that's important to highlight that the, the wedding was in Florida, because today we're talking to this man about his passion for traveling. I want to welcome to the podcast, Suresh Ramachandran. Welcome to the podcast, Suresh. Thanks for having me, Jeremy. I'm I'm flattered. I'm flattered to to be asked to do this 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 amazing podcast that I learned about two three days ago. Hey, and I'm excited that you just learned about this podcast, even though you're a friend of mine, because that means there's un, an untapped market out there for people that haven't heard yeah. of my podcast. Um, but I mean, I really want to thank you because I literally just sent you a text like out of the blue this weekend. And yeah. said, hey, do you want to be on the podcast this week? I didn't have a guest yet. Um, and you're like, yeah, sure. And I think that says a lot about you. Um, <laughs> and that you're, you're, you're always looking for new experiences and, and trying new things. And I think that leads into traveling. Uh, because I think people who travel are always looking for a new adventure. Um, so kind of get the, yeah. the, the podcast kind of started. Where did this like interest in traveling start? Was it like as a child going on vacations or, or where did, where did this passion yeah. begin? So, um, you know, m- my parents are from Malaysia. Grandparents are from India, but um, my parents having, you know, been born and raised in Malaysia, my brother and I and my family went there a lot. I think my second birthday was on a plane to Malaysia. Um, and uh, we we would go probably every three to five years growing up. And uh, so at a really young age, I got exposed to not just a different culture because, you know, my parents are, you know, uh, uh, have been brought up in different culture than what you have here in the U.S. Um and even though I was born here, you know, I, I was exposed to that, but I was exposed to the way other people live, which is different, you know? Um, uh, so I was exposed to that really, really early. And then, um, you know, I kept going to Malaysia uh, every five years to, up until maybe college, went to India once. And even then I didn't get like a travel bug. 
uh, I didn't, didn't get bit yet. It wasn't until my uh, then girlfriend and I went to Europe and um, we did a few countries in Europe and I, I, I loved it. I loved it so much. Um, you know, just, just experience, experiencing all the different cultures, all the different cities, different foods and everything. And like, since then, you know, we've tried to travel, do some sort of trip at least once a year, once, once, twice a year. Um, it's really kind of for us, it's, you know, what we save up for. Gotcha. So uh, I kind of want to go back to where, like when you would travel to visit family in Malaysia, did you view mm-hmm. that as like a like a, a vacation or trip, or was it kind of like uh, we got to do this? Um, I, I love my family, and I, I do want to see them, but I don't love the <laughs> twelve fourteen hour plane ride. What was yeah. what was it like? Um, so probably the second one. You know, uh, it wasn't. It was as much of a vacation as it is when you go visit your aunt and uncle for a few weeks, you know, in, you know, a different state, right? Um, it, it was a long, long flight. It's, it, we would do, you know, Chicago to California, I think it was LA, to Japan, to Malaysia, sometimes from Singapore to Singapore, then a smaller flight to Malaysia. It was 24 hours of traveling. And it was, it was, I didn't view it as a vacation because I didn't do anything, but really just see my family, spend time with my family who I hadn't seen in like, you know, three, three to five years. And we, we, you know, we ate a lot of good food and we, you know, experienced, you know, whatever a kid can experience of like nightlife and, and, you know, all the fun stuff there is to do there, but it wasn't a vacation really. It was just spending time with family you hadn't seen. So when, when you were growing up did your family never do like the standard like family vacation within the united states like wisconsin dells or whatever <laughs> we did that too uh i think my dad used to travel quite a bit when he was younger and as he got older he stopped but you know there was some overlap there where we were kids and he wanted to we would do road trips we went to i remember going driving all the way to yellowstone uh mount rushmore i remember doing I remember coming to Pennsylvania, seeing, do, doing the Hershey, you know, uh, uh, thing, you know, the big factory or whatever, where they make the chocolate, um, did DC, you know, did all the major sites to see in a lot of the US, um, went to Texas a lot, I got family down there. So we've been all, all, all over the US, my dad did want us to see a lot of it, and he had not seen a lot of it either. So, you know, him taking us was probably a yearly thing kind of the standard summer vacation, you know, yearly outing. Okay. That, 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 that makes sense. I think now my family for a while, our only family vacation was Wisconsin Dells. Um, yeah. And I loved it. And I, that's one thing that whenever I have a family in the future, we're definitely going to go on vacation in Wisconsin Dells. Yeah, even if time. the rest of my family hates it, I'm gonna love it. Um, because there's, there's the water parks. Oh yeah, water parks. They got they got a few roller coasters. They got go karts. They yeah. they got a place where you can feed deer. They got oh, yeah. they got everything. Every tourist trap you can imagine. They got fudge. <laughs> they got uh, 
I mean, and also, like, one thing, now that I'm an adult, I can go up there and I can, like, go to the bars. Because I remember as a kid, oh yeah, we I would, like, babysit my brother and cousin. And then my family would yeah. go one night while we were up there. They'd go up to a bar and, and enjoy themselves. They never yeah. invited me because yeah, I was, like, was 12, but... <laughs> Yeah, I think Wisconsin has one of those like the the you see that stat of like bars per capita. I think Wisconsin's up there in terms of states. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um so these these road trips uh were did you do a lot of like uh like random stops along the the way or was it very much like we have yeah. a place to go, we're getting there, no one's stopping for the bathroom, like what 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 was what was yeah. the vibe of the family road trip? So my dad was the only one who drove, uh, growing up. My mom didn't drive. Um, so it was, it, and he, he always had this singular vision of getting there. I feel, uh, I don't think I appreciated the road trip as something on its own that can be fun. Um, you know, the, the actual journey, uh, uh until I was much older, uh, we always just, you know, had the place in mind that we were getting to. And my dad would get us up at like four in the morning, you know, so he could, uh, get some, some hours under us and, you know, by noon we'd be at where we wanted to be. Um, you know, yeah, he, he was, uh, he was intense about it. Wow. Four in the morning. But by the time you get, you get there at noon, everyone's just tired. You don't want to do anything, right? Oh no, we would sleep in the car. Me and my brother would sleep in the car. Um, if anything, my dad was sleeping in the car too. My mom was the only one who was awake the whole time, making sure he didn't like, you know, completely pass out. He had to get us there alive. Right. (laughs) 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 So your dad, your dad would, would get a few seconds of, uh, of sleep. Yeah. I mean, and more so as we got older, uh, you know, when we did, you know, the high it in high school, uh, it was it got you know when he was younger he could do it and when he got older he thought he could do it uh, but really it was my mom making sure he didn't just you know. <laughs> well i'm glad i'm glad you and your brother made it and the whole family made it um so that that, that i mean that that i think it, it's like the the standard tale is like the the family road trip as as a kid when was it mm-hmm. you mentioned like the first like real big travel experience you went was Europe? Did you ever do like any like smaller road trips with like friends um before that? Um with friends not so much. Um I'm trying to think. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really have you know, a group of friends in high school or college that really traveled. And Kelsey and I, my wife, uh, we, um, we we started traveling together a few years ago. But I think outside of that, the I did a road trip. So I went to school in Orlando, in Florida. Um, and in my senior year, I got a car. Uh, for some reason, my dad bought me a Mustang. Um, I, mean, I don't know why you'd buy an 20 uh, year old a Mustang. Yeah, it's pretty standard that that that's the that definitely the car you just randomly buy your child for for safety. Yes, for exactly safety. safety. Yeah, everyone everyone thinks of uh, a Mustang as as an old reliable car. Yep, yep. 
so you know he got me that car um it was it was a stick a stick shift car uh had a lot of fun with it and um but you know i had just learned how to drive stick um my dad didn't trust me to take that car down to florida so he drove me down uh, me and uh, him and then two of my cousins tagged along i don't know how we fit four people in that car but um took the car down to florida and uh had it for a year in school and then finally i had to come back i graduated was going to come back to chicago or you know chicago area um so my brother uh flew down to to florida to drive up with me so that was probably the first road trip travel experience i had without you know parents without anything right it was just me and my brother so we drove up from orlando all the way to illinois and made a couple stops i think we stopped in st louis uh, maybe i don't know don't don't quote me i'm i'm as much as I like to travel, my, my geography is not bad. Maybe St. Louis isn't on the way, but we stopped. We did it a couple be. stops. Yeah, it can be. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was like your first like freedom road trip where you actually controlled yeah. where you stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Booked our own hotels, you know, um, uh, picked our own path. And uh, it was a, it was a good drive. I mean. there's something to really be said about driving through the U S it's so there's parts of it that are just so beautiful. Yeah. And, and especially a lot of the U S there's parts of it are so different. Um, like you can go up like in South Dakota, you have the black Hills with this like lush lush forest, this greenery. And then right after the, right around there is the badlands, which is like basically like a a desert and like right next to each other. Um, yeah. So yeah, like that yeah. that is I think that is the one real good benefit of America. Um Yeah. Other- I remember that trip in particular, I think what we saw that blew my mind the most was the Smoky Mountains. I don't know if you've ever been through there. Yeah. Um but the Smoky Mountains are real real pretty. They they're they're called the Smoky Mountains cuz I guess the cloud cover, I don't know if it's clouds or actual vapor or whatever, sits like right at the the peaks of these mountains so when you're driving through them you have this you you can see out in the distance this uh it looks like these 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 mountains are just you know covered in smoke um that's why they're called the smoky mountains and they were really pretty um and, and those really long like winding you know mountain roads are are really fun to drive on and i remember going like 90 around this wide sweeping corner i was i was a 20 year old in a mustang and my tire blew out oh no (laughs) um but i was all safe uh my brother was actually sleeping it woke him up he's like why are you driving so fast and uh, pulled off we were fine (laughs) that's crazy I once had I had a similar situation. I was once driving with a friend up in South Dakota again, and mm-hmm. it was raining earlier, so that we had a, an umbrella that was like wet. Yeah. Um, and for some reason, it was by my feet, and I was driving, so I was like, "Well, this isn't Uh-oh. this isn't safe." So I moved it, and I just put it over in the passenger side where my friend's sitting. And he is a rational human being. I was like, "Well, I don't want a wet umbrella by my feet either," so he grabs it. And then puts in the back seat. And I, for some reason, I'm like, in my mind, I was like, why is he going to put it back by my feet? <laughs> so I like turn towards. <laughs> and as I turn, I turn the steering wheel. The steering wheel. <laughs> right off the road. We're, oh, we're no. in the mountains. Like, 
Yeah. But luckily I went right off the road, the non cliff side. So I didn't, we uh, didn't die. Um, yeah. And then I'm like, and then we're, uh, we were like stuck and we're like, after realizing we're alive, which was good. Yeah. I then was like, how do I get out? Like, what do we do? <laughs> Eventually we were able to like rock like our yeah. way back onto the road. And then yeah, was, that's the uh, the good old Midwest uh, driving lessons, yes, right? How do you exactly. get out of the snow? How do you get out of mud? People in other states don't know how to do that. Really? The they really don't. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, good Midwest upbringing is what what's what saved us. Yep. And then as <laughs> as we got out, we saw some people ahead of us had like stopped. And I'm mm-hmm. sure they're like, well, we have to we there's two dead bodies or whatever that we have to go identify. <laughs> and then when they saw we were alive, they're like. I couldn't tell if they were like disappointed in that they that the story's not as as drastic, um, or just, yeah. or just relieved that some everyone's okay. Um, but we continued on our road trip and everything was fine. But it, it tells you the, the danger of a lot of those those roads. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, but that's kind of the fun of traveling. Is there there is that that risk? Um, yeah, yeah. The the road trip, the U.S. road trip, is is. I don't think something you can do in many countries, you know, European countries aren't big enough to really do something like that. Yeah. You could do it in Canada. You could, you do it in Canada, but there's like large gaps where there's nothing. And it's the yeah. same. Yep. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, it's like driving through middle of Illinois where if like, if <laughs> you just drive up and down a bunch of times. Yeah. That's like, from yep. what I understand, Canada is like, Ah. Um. If hey, Canadian listeners, if I'm wrong, feel free to to tweet me, correct me. Always looking to learn. Um, they're they're gonna send you a picture of something cool in Canada, but you know, tell them to to keep filming for another ten minutes and see what else is, uh, <laughs> you know, on the other side of it. <laughs> hey, I mean, Canada is some place that I definitely want to get to. Um, it's funny. I've been to Europe. I haven't been to Canada. Um, I think it's just like. It's too close. It's too easy to get to. That is, I haven't haven't gone. Uh, it, it, I think that's a problem for a lot of U.S. travelers, right? It's like, well, Canada is just like the U.S., right? Um, mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, I, I I've been to Toronto. I really really like Toronto. It reminds me of Chicago in in a lot of ways. I feel like they they feel like sister cities. Um, at least the better parts of both of them anyway, but I've always wanted to go to Montreal. Yeah. Montreal's more of like, uh, it has a higher like French influence. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah definitely. And plus that's where, yeah. uh, Shawn Michaels screwed Bret Hart out of the, the WWE championship. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> that's the most important part. There's probably Montreal. a plaque for it somewhere. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, this is where the riot happened when, <laughs> the life of an independent wrestler is one of danger and sacrifice on the path to try to reach the top of the mountain. Botched issue one takes us to the next level when a mistake in the ring leads a wrestler to a literal battle of life and death with his soul on the line. Check out Botched and many of their great comics from Gorilla Publishing at GorillaPublishingGroup.com. That's Gorilla Like the Radio Publishing Group.com.
Okay. But so let's go back to, so you meet Kelsey, your now wife. Uh, yeah. What was it like when you guys decided, Hey, let's go on a, a European vacation. Like how, what was the yeah. thought process behind that? Oh gosh. So the European vacation was 2016. Uh, so, so I guess leading up to it, you know, we had talked about traveling places and she at one point did like a Groupon like vacation, you know, the all inclusive thing with, uh, uh, with her cousin to, I think, uh, I think it was Ireland, maybe Scotland. I, I don't remember which one. Um, but till then, I think we did a, a cruise together. So we hadn't done like a really, and, and I, I, I dismiss a cruise as being a big vacation because in Florida you do cruises like they're nothing, you know, it's just, <laughs> they're, they're, yeah. they're everywhere. They're cheap. Yeah. Um, so we hadn't done a big one, but she loves, loves, loves to travel. She's traveled a lot too. Um, but so, so we, you know, we started, we, we met in Florida. Uh, I moved back to Chicago. She eventually moves to Chicago too. Um, we're in Chicago for a few years and then we've moved here to, or we, we moved to Phoenix. So we're in Phoenix around 2016 or something. We want to travel. Um, and we decide to do Europe. I don't know what your question was <laughs> anymore. Um, so what, what, but, what, uh, what, what brought that up? Like how, how did Europe become a possibility? I think, I mean, it, it was her really. She, she wanted to go back there had been a and she was kind of appalled that I had never really had any interest in going. Uh, to me, you know, like I always loved Southeast Asia in particular because that's what I knew. Um, so when she said she wants to go to Europe, I'm like, all right. I mean, if we can afford it, let's do it, right? Um, and and she's really good at at finding cheap travel deals. There's there's cheap, really cheap ways to travel. A lot of people don't know that you can probably do. A European vacation for, I don't know, per person, three grand for two weeks, you, you, you know, um, if you do it right. Um, so she, she just really wanted to go. So we planned out a whole trip and, and we did it. Um, and I loved it. Um, it was, it was her. <laughs> so, okay. So you, I think that says a lot about you, just the fact that you're like, okay, yeah, go ahead and plan it. I'll do it. Like that you didn't, you didn't really care. Like, you were long for the adventure. Like we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, like you're definitely someone that just was like, yeah, I'll, I'll try any, any new thing. Um, yeah. So once, once it's planned and you're like, oh, it's actually happening. Yeah. Uh, what was it like? Like once you got there, like what was it that like made it such a, a, a wonderful experience? Oh man. I mean, there's um, first, like I'm a foodie uh you know just being able to try everybody's different food eating snails in paris you know eating uh you know all, all the 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 cool food that we had over in um uh budapest was i mean the 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 food was amazing the the sites were amazing everything's so old i got an appreciation really for how old things are over there um, and it's just, it's, it's just stuff you've never seen before. 
you know, um, stuff you don't get to see in the U.S. Not that the U.S. doesn't have things to see. It doesn't have those things to see, though. And like I had said before, up till then, I hadn't really been bit by a travel bug. So, so when I said that, you know, Kelsey was the one who pushed me to, not pushed me, but it was because of her that we went. It's because I never really had a big interest in traveling up till then. Um, so when I went there, that's when it all clicked. You know, I saw these, these things that I had never seen before, you know, uh, saw how other people lived, you know, all the bikes on the streets in Amsterdam, just things you, you know, you never thought you'd see. It, it was, um, it was cool. I just wanted to do more of it. Do you think how much of, uh, the, the fun of it was being with Kelsey? Like, could you imagine having that trip with anyone else? Um, yeah. Yeah. I think there was definitely part of it was the fun with Kelsey, but at the same time, I think, I think one of my dreams is to do a, a big trip like that with a group of friends, you know, um, I think that would be one of the best ways to travel. Uh, so I think it's, it's probably less so that I did it with her and more so just the stuff there is to do. I mean, it, you want to travel with somebody whose interests line up with yours. Uh, so that makes it easier. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing. So I, I stayed abroad in England. Um, mm-hmm. So I was there for three months, which means I didn't do like any school and the professors understood yeah. That, that we weren't there to do school. I did enough to get by. Um, I had my final project for geology. I had just like really just I had to like compile my lab documents and then give it to the the teacher. And I didn't do I didn't finish them until like two days before they were due. And I was already back in the United States, so I had to overnight them to <laughs> England. So it cost me fifty dollars to do that. Oh, my God. Um, that's how serious I took school when I was there. But <laughs> uh, it allowed me to travel. And because um, there's some trips I went with, like, friends there. But a lot of times, like, I weren't, I wasn't, like, great friends necessarily with a lot of people I stayed yeah. abroad with. Um, just because I just met them. Like, I just met them in three months before. Yeah. Um, so I did a lot of traveling by myself because I realized, like, if I don't have someone whose plans, like, really align with me. I'm just going to be like bored or resentful the entire trip. So I did a lot of tra- like yeah. sightseeing by myself. Uh, but I definitely longed for someone else to be like, oh, I wish someone else wanted to go to the Rodin museum, but only wanted to see the thinker. So they only had to pay one Euro to go to the garden and actually go into the museum. <laughs> I wish there was someone else that had the same mind that mindset there. Yeah. Um. So I think that, that I think that's where like, a good travel buddy, I think, yeah. always helps. Uh, but yeah. I like your idea of like a larger group because the good thing about a larger group is it's easier to break off. Exactly. So, you go with eight people, you're mm-hmm. going to find one person that just wants to see the thinker. Yes. Right? Uh, if you go with a group of friends that already you you know you guys have something in common. I've always wanted to do it. We should do it, Jeremy. When are you free? <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's get over this uh, pandemic. I know it's killer, right? I can't travel. Yeah. Ugh. I I, mean, I think and and the and like the frustration there, I think really really says something about like where your mindset is now and like wanting to explore. So like where yeah, where do you see yourself going 
once we're 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 free, once everyone uh, is vaccinated and there's not that this risk of spreading yeah, this safe. global pandemic, what where where do you see yourself going? Um, in Morocco, Marrakesh. Oh, I think that's been on our radar for a while. Um, it seems like a great, really fun place to visit. Uh, we almost did it for our honeymoon. Um, uh, really, it, 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 they've got a lot of French influence, a lot of um, uh, Muslim influence, uh, some African influence, because it's just all, you know, all right there um, in that location. And, and they've been French occupied for some time or they, you know, in his, history, you know, uh, way back when, you know, they've been occupied by different cultures and the food looks amazing. The architecture looks amazing. So that, I think that's the next place that, 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 or Cambodia. I've heard Cambodia is really fun, uh, fun and cheap. Cambodia is supposed to be one of the cheapest places to go tour. Interesting. Have have you been able to? So you traveled Southeast Asia as a as a child. Has Kelsey ever been to Southeast Asia? Kelsey has not. She's been to India, but she has not been to Southeast Asia. Yeah, I don't think she has. Is that something that you would like to share with? Because she shared with you her travel oh, yeah. of Europe. Is that something you'd yeah. like to share with her? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, I think everybody. I think that's. It doesn't probably doesn't even matter which country in Southeast Asia, Malaysia, Singapore, Cambodia, um, you know, uh, uh, Vietnam, I've heard is can actually be very fun too. Um, but, you know, you go to any of them, I think you're going to get um, similar sort of vibe, uh, not the same culture, but a similar vibe. Nobody goes to sleep. Everybody's up all night. You know, uh, uh, nightlife just goes on. Uh, you know, you, you say like here, you know, New York City that never sleeps. Um, well, it's like every city, you know, you can go to a <laughs> suburbs of 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 some city out in, in you know, in, in one of these Southeast Asian cities and nobody's sleeping. <laughs> Interesting. So when when you travel, are you there's there's different types of travel people. Are you the mm-hmm. type that like. You need to stay in a hotel. You stay in like no. touristy areas. Are you ones that like? Let's just find a hostel and then let's let's go to like <laughs> the the towny bar and hang out for a little bit. Like what what type of traveler are you? Um, we you know we haven't done a big trip in a while. Um, so you know we're we're kind of the thrifty traveler, we, at least to some level, not, not couch surfing level, but somewhere in between, you know, the Airbnb level when Airbnbs were still cheap. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe they're not that anymore. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll do, we'll do a, a, um, a hostel, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, um, you know, do our research and find the, the best place to that, the place that we want to be the most so we can limit our Uber rides or something like that. Um, we are, I would not say that, uh, you know, we're not couch surfers, we're not backpackers, um, but, but we aren't, all, we're also not staying at a hotel. You know, I'm not, I really am not going to a city. If, if I've been in my hotel, you know, for more than a couple hours, like an hour or two during the day, I'm not taking advantage of what that city has to offer, I feel. 
Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. I remember when I I went to Puerto Rico (laughs) shortly before the hurricane hit it, actually. Um, and we stayed at like a hostel that wasn't in like downtown San Juan. It was actually a little bit, a little bit out of town. And I was like, so crazy seeing the two different types of people there. There was the people like us that were like, literally there was like a, a towny bar right across from the hostel that, uh, had one pool table, um, and no doors, uh, just always open. Um, but then you go to like the resorts and you're like, these people are never leaving this resort. Like they're coming here to sit in a, yeah. in a hotel so they can walk out to a pool that looks at the ocean. They're not even going into the ocean. There, there's a pool on the beach. And it's like, that's so weird yeah. that you, you, yeah. you travel all the way here to do this. I don't know. Maybe when we're older, who knows, who knows, maybe that'll be us when we're older, you know, when we've seen it before and we just want the vibe, right. The relaxation. No. I'm not, not there yet though. No, you can do that here. That's, that's the, the, the best part. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you can. So, you can. Okay. So what is like, so let's, let's talk more about the, the European trip. What countries did you go to? All right, so we started in Amsterdam. Um, so we did Amsterdam. I'm going to go in order. Amsterdam, Paris, uh, Budapest, Prague, Brussels. Then back to Amsterdam okay. to fly out. So it was, it was this weird loop kind of. We kind of went out. Um, yeah, uh, so, so five cities. Weeks. Five cities in two weeks. It was a it was a tight, pretty tight um, uh, schedule, and uh, all of those cities. Um, you'll you'll notice, you know, we didn't do uh, anything in Germany. We didn't do um, we did Paris, but I would say we didn't spend enough time in Paris. We purposely tried to pick cities where if you did spend two or three days, you can never. F- you can never get enough of a city. You, you can never figure out a whole city in two or three days, no matter where you go. But Germany almost demands its own trip. Um, you know, there's some cities, some countries that demand a whole trip. You can't, um, you can't just do a couple days and, and get enough mm-hmm. of it. At least that's how I feel. And, and I think for everybody, what yeah. those cities are, are different. But to me, Germany is one of them. I always want to do like, you know, uh, Oktoberfest in Germany, right? Um, but yeah, those were the five. And uh, uh, of those, they all had something great to offer. Like I could see myself living in Amsterdam. I want to live in Amsterdam at some point in my life. If I could, if I could um, love to do that. I think, I think everything about the city, I love it. Um, but in terms of my favorite place to visit on that trip might've been Budapest. Yeah. Which for, for is, is, I'm actually saying it wrong. Uh, Budapest is actually pronounced Budapest. Interesting. S H. No, that's uh, just dumb Americans not knowing how to pronounce other countries. Um. Well, to be fair, we live in Illinois, which no one knows how to pronounce. So I think I think it evens out. <laughs> um. So yeah. So with that, like that, that's a pretty big trip, and you like constant moving. How would you say that you are different 
after after like when you went into that trip and then when you left you mentioned how that's what got like bit you with the travel bug like how have you like changed just like your personality has it changed at all since then like what else has kind of changed in your life since then I think I developed an appreciation of history during that trip because when you go to Europe, I feel like you are inundated with history. It's everywhere. Everywhere you look, it's it's something historical, right? Either that building that, you know, uh, is, is hundreds of years old and has a story behind it, or, you know, you go to, um, you know, a museum that you see these, these, you know, um, these giant murals that are, you know, hundreds of years old. So to me, I got a appreciation of history, which I think um, probably influenced me, you know, uh, it's probably one of the reasons I didn't love living in Phoenix, yeah. everything was too new, um, too, too streamlined, there's no care, it didn't feel like it had character. And now that I'm living in Philadelphia, I love it. You know, it's, everything's it's about the oldest you can get uh-huh. in terms of a u.s city um so you know it, it's it, it probably has impacted me a bit maybe before if i never got bit by that travel bug never got an appreciation of history i'd still be living in yeah. phoenix i wouldn't have that's cared, an interesting right? idea because very much so like i remember when i was there like in america everything is roughly no more than like 200 years old some some places you'll have like most, actual right? like native american um uh, locations but a lot of those got destroyed yeah. because of stupid americans um but you go to europe and they've preserved everything um uh, and it's like you look oh, at yeah. something like holy cow this is like 1500 years old like this is this is truly <laughs> in my mind ancient now if you listen yeah. to the last podcast me me and jake showed our difference in understanding of definitions where technically ancient is an actual time period. Um, but I don't, oh. I don't remember yeah, exactly huh. what is considered ancient. Anything that's like really old is ancient to me. Um, <laughs> but you're right. Like there is that appreciation. Yeah. And I remember when I, I spoke to my art history teacher before I went to Paris because I was like, what should I see there? Like you, you, you study this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. what should I? What is there any specific place I should go? And he gave me like a few cathedrals that are that were literally like seven hundred yeah. years old. Oh, they're beautiful. He's like, you should check yeah. these out. And I went there, and yeah. it was like they were like two euro to get like a tour. Um, mm-hmm. but they're like, it's amazing, like that this stuff has has like survived, and I, and it brings me back to when the cathedral at Notre Dame was on fire how there was like this huge rush of donations yeah and there's a little bit of controversy like it's a building like we should be donating why can't we do- raise that money for like people and i definitely understand i definitely understand that yeah, but i also remember, like <laughs> there is this like majesty of like this connection to the past that like these buildings have um, yeah yeah it doesn't have to be your culture, your people for it. it it's a shared, like, you know, human uh, legacy, right. Yeah. That, that you want preserved. Yeah. Um, I think, I think yeah. that that says a lot about you also, like one being exposed to that. And I, that's one of the first things you're like, I want 
to, I want this to be a part of my life. I want to be connected to the people before me. Yeah. Being exposed to, to history and, and having an appreciation of history and, and what it took for these now, you know, um, you know, uh, tourist traps, even uh, what it took to, for people to build those, you know, originally, it, it does give you an appreciation for it. And, you know, and even if you don't, there's so, there's so many other things that you can, you know, have fun with when you're traveling. It doesn't have to be, you know, um, if you have no, if you don't care about old stuff, right. Um, there's still reasons to travel food and drinks and, you know, uh, meeting new people. Uh, there's, just seeing how people live is fun. You know, you can, you can sit. I, I, one of my favorite things to do when we were in Paris was just sit at a coffee shop and just watch people, you know, uh-huh. they just, they act different. They talk to each other different than they do. If yeah. you're doing the same and I think, thing in Chicago and, and like being immersed in that culture, I think it's something that a lot of people should do. And I, I'm really glad that uh, through, through your, your meeting of Kelsey, that, that was something that you were able to like, experience just once and i think it's it shows a lot again like it tells a lot about you that you like went along with it but it also says a lot about you and, and people in general that as soon as you're kind of exposed to that it's like it's almost like a drug where it's like uh, you want to you want to keep <laughs> really you want to keep experiencing that um and i love that you also yeah. have like made it a point with you and kelsey your wife um they want to do it every year and obviously with global pandemics that slows it yeah. down, but I don't think it slowed down <laughs> your, your drive to keep thinking um, with like, yeah, we've got, we've got a Google sheets, you know, a Google doc full of probably about eight different trips. We're ready to pull the trigger on as soon as it's yeah. safe to do. Hey, so, hey, you know, should, as soon as they got to figure out exactly, there's going to be like a gamble because, as soon as it's a hundred percent safe, those airline places are going to skyrocket. But just before then, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll <laughs> I don't know. I, I will, uh, I'll hold off. I'm probably one of the, um, uh, I'm, I'm probably one of, uh, one of the people that that's, you know, I don't know how to say it. I, I'm, I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to play it very safe. Um, when it comes to traveling again, you know, um, uh, here in, I I don't know how it is in some other, actually, I know how it is in some other cities. Uh, but at least here in Philly, it's, um, you know, people are masked up. People are being very, very careful. And I I don't think the U people in the U S are going to be able to travel anywhere for a while. Uh, you know, I don't think other countries are going to let us. We're kind of in punishment right now from the rest of the world. Yeah. Time well, out. <laughs> one day, hopefully, uh, they open their borders to us in the future. Um, cause I think we all want to yeah. get out and experience the world. I've joked that, uh, I wish I would have, uh, been traveling to New Zealand right before all this happened and then it's gotten stuck there. I'm like, dang, I'm, I'm stuck. <laughs> Just, yeah, I'm stuck. I lost my passport. I'm never going to leave. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Suresh, uh, as we kind of wind down, is there anything that you want uh, our good listeners to know about traveling? Like any 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 tips that you think uh, they should follow? Yeah. 
Well, you know, we talked about that trip to Europe and how it can be affordable. I think that's what kind of um, prevents a lot of people from doing it. I mean, traveling's not cheap, but it's not it's not out of the range of of people necessarily, especially people who don't have kids, um, because you, you don't. When you have kids, it's another you know double it, right? Um, but you could. We did our Europe tri- trip for relatively cheap. You can find good. You go to like Skyscanner or um, Skip Lagged, uh, even Google Flights. You can find good deals for flights. Uh, Airbnbs can be really cheap. When we were in Europe, instead of when we, I think we were going from Paris to Budapest, which is one of the longer legs. Um, instead of um, you know buying a plane ticket or a train ticket. And then getting lodging, we're like, well, why don't we do an overnight train um, where, you know, you have a, a little room on your train. And, and so it's it's all in one, your 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 transportation and your 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 hotel fee for the night. Right. Um, so there's a lot of little ways like that that you can save money. Uh, we did. And you don't have to go to Europe. I mean, we went to uh, Colombia because we saw <laughs> I think it was Spirit or frontier, one of those two, the cheap ones, I think it was spirit. Uh, apparently, yeah. you know, normally they domestic only, but they fly to, they fly to frontier and it was cheaper for us, uh, you know, flying from, so when we were living in Phoenix, we always wanted to try to get back to Florida to see Kelsey's family. It was like $400 round trip for one person to, uh, go to, um, Florida from there. We found flights from Phoenix to, uh, Columbia for like $200 round trip. Wow. Um, that's, that's pretty cheap to go out of the country. You know, that's really cheap to, I mean, you, you can fly domestically for that price. And, and here we got a whole vacation, um, you know, with, uh, uh, you know, food we'd never tried before people, places we'd never seen before, um, you know, for the same price. Um, and and when you go to these cities, you know you, you don't you don't have to speak yeah. the language at all anymore nowadays. Your your phone can translate for you. You don't even need to speak to somebody. You have Uber, and if you have if you have your phone and a credit card, you have everything you need to to step out into a foreign country where you don't speak the language. That you know, um, and and w- enough places have Wi-Fi nowadays. Even even Colombia had Wi-Fi in all of this. Wow. The, the that, that, I think that's an important thing to to remember. Like with with uh, technology and uh, our travel opportunities, there's really nowhere you can't go. Yeah. Um. Well, there might be a couple places that you shouldn't go. <sighs> yeah. Um. But I, you probably could if you wanted. Uh, and that I think that that's an amazing thing to remember. Like, there is, there's really no limits to where you can go and what you can experience. And I think yeah. that's an important kind of thing to end on. Is like, don't ever sell yourself short. Like, things are expensive, but there's ways to kind of experience it. Oh yeah, um, the cheap and like if it's something that you are you value and you're passionate about, like you do. You'll find a way. Um, yep. And even if it's like little trips, like I'm uh, growing up, one of the, the the happiest things I ever did, my mom would pick me up from after school care on a Friday, with and I'd see a suitcase in the back, 
and I know that means we're going on a little vacation, which literally just meant we went. <laughs> no, we went to the Holodome in Rolling Meadows, <laughs> but there was a pool. They had like, uh, like uh, a ball pit. Like it was yeah. just like, and elementary school is like this is the the greatest experience. That's it was all like you needed a, a new fresh experience. Yeah, um, and it, it was. I still look back fondly. Uh, yeah. At, Going to that parrot and talking to it. Yeah, you don't have to go far. Like, pull up Airbnb right now and and look at stuff within like an hour, two hours drive of you. Find something remote, you know, and just have a little, you know, quiet little vacation on a farm somewhere. You're gonna have an experience you you won't forget, and it's not gonna be it's not gonna break the bank, you know. Uh, Absolutely. That, I think that is that is the key. Find your adventure however you can. Yeah. Um, and with that, I really want to thank you for, for jumping on the podcast, Suresh. Hopefully, now that you're on the podcast, you're a fan for life. Yeah, um, I got to go tell, listen. Tell, tell your family and friends that, <laughs> about this, because clearly I'm not doing a good enough job. I've known I've known you for years and you didn't know I had a podcast. No, no. Um but anyone out there, if you have questions first rush about traveling or anything like that, you can definitely reach out to me and I can get you connected. Um you can reach out to the podcast by going to at what do you like podcast on Instagram. You can go to WDYL Podcast on Twitter, or you can head over to our website at what do you like podcast.com again thank you very much Suresh it's always a pleasure chatting with you so again everyone listening to the podcast thank you for listening tell your friends uh, give us a five star review on iTunes however you want to share it always appreciate and always appreciate you listening every week and with that we will see you next time